Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. I said that whole intro strange, but it's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm sitting inside Memorial Stadium right now and like I realize that like the doors behind me are completely open. So if anyone's mm-hmm. Brady Oltmans, who also works for Hill Varsity, he's in the press box right now. So he's just getting a like if he can hear me right now, he is getting a early listen to the podcast, <laughs> which exciting for him. But yes. for everyone so, so very sorry that um, we didn't have our show on our usual day. Um, this was just one of those weeks where, you know, I'm not going to complain. But on our usual recording day, uh, Nebraska decided to also add um, both women's basketball coach Amy Williams and wrestling coach Mark Manning to the uh, regular lineup for the mm-hmm. morning. And so that pushed everything forward, made, made things just a little bit dicier as far as schedule. But I'm never going to complain about access and availability, especially when we get to talk to um, Amy Williams, but also Mark Manning is like one of the, like he so enjoys his job. So like, it was great. It was fun to listen to him. So with that said, apologies to everyone that we're a couple of days later than usual, but we're here. And Sasha, how are you? (laughs) I'm all right. You know, I, have no idea why it's only what day it is in the week um, when it's felt like Thursday since Monday, uh, but we're here. We're, we're here. We're, we're alive and kicking. <laughs> and both Sasha and I just ran the Good Life Havsy on the Sunday before we recorded this. So mm-hmm. I have to ask, how are you feeling today? Um, I will say that my recommendation would be to not play hockey on a Tuesday after you do that. Oh my gosh. Um, my legs were, st- I, I felt better by Tuesday. Sunday I was, I had a wedding like an hour after I got home from Lincoln. <laughs> I saw that you went to a wedding, which you're wild. <laughs> which, which sucked. Um, I have, you can probably see it. This nice little, um, looks like a burn mark here from my water oh, bag. No. Um, so I'll probably have to either get a different one or wear a t-shirt, which I don't like running in t-shirts. I will say that um, this is the first in-person half marathon that I've done. Oh, um, the, the first one I did was uh, 2022. That was the COVID year. Um, so I ran that virtually completely alone. I will say I prefer to be in person. Um, just the vibe of the day. It was such a well put together event. Like shout out to Pink Gorilla events. I don't think I've been to a single event of running event of theirs that was awful. Um, they they prepare really well. I understand that the heat was quite a bit higher than I think most people were expecting. I was expecting like 70s and it was almost 90 by the time you got to the finish line that day. Um, windy. Oh, it was so windy. Um, but yeah. I thought it was a great event. I finished slower than I wanted for myself, but was only four minutes off of what I what my goal was. So I'm okay oh, nice. with that. Good for I you. I figured I'd be about two and a half because I just haven't been running very fast this year because my heart hasn't been 100% in it. But I will say after running the Havsy that I'm like reinvigorated. I really do enjoy running just like to clear my head. Sometimes I'll do it like with no earbuds just because 
God bless you. Can do whatever. I can't. If it's do not, that. if it's ten miles, I'm not doing it without earbuds. But you know, shorter distances. Um, I actually just signed up for. There's a St. Jude like run thirty miles in November that I just signed up for. I just, I the goal that I made for myself on my way home from Lincoln <laughs> on Sunday was just to continue training throughout the year. Um, last year, once market to market was done for me, I stopped running altogether, like quite literally. I did not run again until March. And that was like two days before I ran the leprechaun chase, which is a 10K. I don't recommend that either. I was very sore. Um, She's I just, saying I, she recommends the race, not doing what she did. Yes, yes. I, rec I do recommend the race, just not doing it on cold legs. Um, no, I... I thought it was just a really great event. Obviously, if it could have been a little bit cooler, I think it would have been a lot better for quite a few folks, but um, I had a blast. Yeah, I I ran the Havsy in 2015, so the first year, and I was actually surprised to find out that I ran it like nine minutes faster mm -hmm. <laughs> this time, which was, I didn't go into it with any goals. It wasn't my fastest race, obviously. Yeah. It wasn't my slowest race. Um, I will say in the, uh, what, however many years that is seven years between running the first Havzi and then running this one, I was pleased to see some changes had been made to like the course route, mm -hmm. just ever so slightly. And to be honest with you, they could have made those changes from year one to year two. Um, but I do remember there's this one part when you go down into innovations campus near Nebraska, near Nebraska's Devaney center. And like at, they, you now they loop you around the Devaney center. So you kind of go in like a big loop around it. What they had done previously is you basically ran the same road down and then turned around and ran it back. So like, as oh. you're running down, you're watching people like right next to you. You're like, yeah. you could hit hands with them. You could stick your arm out and you could smack hands with them if you wanted to give high fives. Um, but that was really defeating to me for some reason to see it like that because it just felt like I couldn't see where the turnaround point mm -hmm. was. And it felt very much like these, these people are just like passing me. I don't know. There, it was a mental thing yeah. where I was glad to see that they had changed that path at some point since the last time I did it much more enjoyable. The last two miles, however, were brutal. <sighs> A part of it was because of how hot it was getting. Yes. Um, the wind also became very, very tough right at the end. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I just kind of like, I, I saw a lot of people passed out and I was just like, um, there's a lot of medical attention people get. I watched somebody get put onto a stretcher and taken. So I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to, I'm not going to push myself to a degree where I already, by the way, felt, I don't know how anybody like you went to a wedding. I saw people who went to brunch and things. I felt so terrible. I had, I drank so much leading up to the race, like water wise. Mm -hmm. I, I hydrated really well, um, before, during, in my opinion, after, and yet I still had the worst dehydration headache I've had in a very long Those time. Hurt. And it's like right in the front of your head mm -hmm. and you just can't get rid of it. And I mean, I had been drinking Gatorade and Pedialyte and water and I just could not get rid of it. And I will say I'm happy to see. And I think that there's just nothing you can do. The The organizers of the Good Life Havsey do everything that they can, just like the Lincoln Marathon. Mm -hmm. the people, the, the Lincoln Track Club does a great job with the Lincoln Marathon and Lincoln Half Marathon. But you just can't control weather. Yep. So sometimes in May, you just get a really, really hot day or you could get a really cold day. You don't know, but the Good Life Havsey in um, 
2023 has actually moved back a couple of weeks into November, which um, when I originally ran the first Good Life Half was in November. And I mm-hmm. do think the weather was just a little cooler. I remember it was very, very nice as far as running temperature. So, um, yeah, you know, here's hoping that next year it's just a little bit friendlier for people yeah. weather-wise. Because, like, Amy Just, who is a uh, columnist for the Lincoln Journal Star, she wrote about the Havsey and her experience as well. And um, she actually reached out, and the Lincoln Fire Department couldn't keep up with the demand of people who needed um help. They mm-hmm. ended up 47 people didn't complete the race for various reasons. Um, and then they had to go and start asking smaller community departments to come in and help because they were so overwhelmed. And then on top of it, they were battling the fires that were just south of land, you know, in Southern Lancaster County, there's just a lot happening yeah. on Sunday. So like all of the appreciation to the people who did their best to keep everyone safe Mm -hmm. and but there's just unfortunately you can't control the weather you can't and i think um especially like at this point in the year where it's typically obviously a lot cooler minus that one day you're you're not used to running in the heat anymore of the summer um i think a lot a lot of people probably started training in june or july when it's quite hot outside you you know you finagle your running times to not be in the dead heat of the day but sometimes it's unavoidable i think that (laughs) it would have been more beneficial i think that's maybe why it didn't bother me as much because i had gotten a little used to that Mm -hmm. but then when i think back on it i think the reason that my legs were just so torched by the last two and a half miles was because of the heat oh yeah. i mean i had to start walking because my my shoulders were so tight like it was painful um, and I think that was just like a byproduct. I was probably obviously dehydrated. Um, but yeah, it, like you said, you can't control the weather. I mean, last year was canceled because of, of rain and they lightning. Started at like nine, or they, they started at 8.30 and by nine I had to cancel it. Yep. Um, yeah, I got out mostly unscathed as far as like one of my hips is kind of bugging me a little bit, which is mm-hmm. just, you know, whatever. Um, but I had one really bad blister on a toe and that was oh, it. Like, me too. Well, there's nothing you can do. It doesn't matter how good your shoes are. It doesn't matter how, like, it's it's friction. Yeah. And like, I even, I started to get a, I could feel it around like mile three and a half. And like, I try to tape my feet where I know I could get blisters and it just, I missed it just ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's just what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, it was, you know, for me, it was fun because I don't often with my job working in Nebraska media, I don't often get these opportunities as you, as I said, I haven't ran the Good Life Happy in seven years. The mm-hmm. first year I ran it, I mean, it was, I don't think I trained very well at all because I was yes. busy. This was like a commitment to do it, um, to basically make that decision, yeah. despite how busy it is um, in the fall for me. But with it being a bye week for Nebraska football, I was like, this is, po-. and in fact, like it wasn't just a bye week for Nebraska football, but like Nebraska volleyball was on mm-hmm. the road. Like ev- literally it was like the most perfect scenario where, um, I didn't have anything else that I had to technically be at. Yeah. And that was a blessing in of itself, but like Nebraska just, so the big 10 just released its football schedules for mm-hmm. 2023, which, um, 
kind of an interest, like there's a whole bunch of nuance to that, that we could dive into. But like, um, if you're a runner and you kind of wonder how that's going to match up, um, the pink gorilla events specifically, just uh-huh. their events, not even looking at other individuals, but the harvest moon hustle, which uh, again, shout out to Amy Josh. She's the one who actually went and synced these up and looked mm-hmm. at them. She tweeted it, but the harvest moon hustle is the Friday night before Nebraska is at Colorado. That is September Nebraska is at Colorado on September 9th. So the harvest moon hustle is on September 8th. Um, the Nebraska market to market is the same weekend that Nebraska is at Illinois, which is October 7th. That is not honestly that un, like unusual. Yeah. They usually do market to market when they're, they're away. away because of just the, uh, it would be very difficult because that's always on a Saturday versus mm-hmm. like races that could maybe hypothetically be on a game day if it was on a Sunday, but that they just wouldn't line up well. Yeah. Um, then the 2023 Good Life Havsey is actually the morning after Nebraska plays Michigan at home, which again, you can make those work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, excuse me, is it Michigan? No, it can't be at Michigan because that's in September. It's in November. It's in November, yeah. Oh, it's at Michigan State, excuse me. Oh, okay. So that's the difference. Is So Nebraska will be on the road anyway, um, but even if it was at home, it would be – it's early November next year, but yes. Mm-hmm. So it, the big change here is that I will be away for every single one. Of right. These. Um, so yeah, this year was kind of an interesting treat, if you will, to be able mm-hmm. to like participate. Cause like, I just won't be able to in 2023, it just won't be possible because of scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am glad to see that the Havsey is a couple of weeks later, just because I do think, that November date offers just a, hopefully a little bit more solace with yeah. the weather. I'd rather it be cooler in the morning. I mean, market to market this year was perfect temperature wise. It was a little chilly in the morning. I think it was like 36 degrees out when our wave started, which is 7 a.m. Oh, wow. But by the end of the day, I mean, yeah, I think it was like 70. But for most of it, it was in, you know, the low 60s. So it was it was a gorgeous day for running weather. Um, so hopefully, you know, like you said, next year in November. It's about that same, same type of weather might be even cooler to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at that weekend if it was like two weeks from now, which we're still pretty early out. And this is also looking at the weather channel and not like local meteorologists. So like take that for what it's worth. But right now it's like in the upper fifties, lower sixties, overcast, maybe a little rainy. So it definitely does start to cool off a little bit, which will um, be nice. Cause yeah, that, that was, that was a little, a little much but it's you know it's kind of interesting because actually looking at that because even with like nebraska's football schedule and the other piece that's important to remember in all of this because you brought up a point of like it was nearly 90 by the time a lot of people started to or at least like i would say halfway point of the race it was starting to get warm knowing that some people probably ran through like four i think you had up to four hours to finish um but like this weekend on Saturday for Nebraska game day, it's going to be 68 degrees and sunny, which is beautiful. If you're a perfect. fan, perfect weather. Mm-hmm. The difference you have to think about like with a race when you're running on concrete or when you're a player and you're standing on the turf is mm-hmm. the turf or concrete absorb heat and then push mm-hmm. it back up. Mm-hmm. So those like whatever the temperature is, the air temperature is, you have to factor in that when Hot you're up. running on concrete, it is just absorbing that heat. And it was yep. also sunny. Yep. And so it just, 
you know, if somebody took a temperature of the concrete at some point and did like the road temperature, I'm sure it was pretty warm. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I, if somebody did, I didn't see it because it would have made me sad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, uh, I can't even begin to describe what my legs felt like by the time I got to 11. I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I'm not running up any more hills. I don't care. I'm going to walk them. I don't care. <laughs> my legs. And I have made this like grunting noise every time I had to start up running. Cause my legs were like, please stop. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good. It was like, Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. We, um, that was where I was at. I was, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I, I, I ran pretty consistently the first like three and a three, mm -hmm. three and a half miles. And it was right when we got through Holmes Lake where I decided, you know what, I'm going to take it easy going up the hills now. And that was really the point where I started walking hills and then I would pick up my pace on downhill piece. Mm -hmm. Like when I was going downhill, I'm like, this is the time where I can coast a little bit. I can pick up some time and pick up some speed here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also side note, but like, I'd have to go look and see who it was again. Um, but somebody on Nebraska volleyball's like staff, I think it's support staff, not one of the, like, it wasn't John Cook, Kelly Hunter, mm -hmm. Jalen. It was um, somebody on the support staff though, ran the good life has he on Sunday. I was like, <laughs> like they, they must have gotten back like Saturday, yeah. like, or no, what did, did they do a Wednesday, Friday last week? It might have been. I don't know what's happening anymore in a schedule. <laughs> this is the point in the season where nothing makes sense anymore. I'm just lucky if I like know to show up. Yeah. And right now I'm just living by the fact that this weekend Nebraska doesn't have a night game. I'm so thrilled about that. I am I'm too. So thrilled about the weekend after is also not a night game. So yeah. thrilled. Although okay. I will say like the annoying thing that I did is when the 2023 football schedule came out, Nebraska opens its season at Minnesota on a mm -hmm. Thursday, which mm -hmm. means it's a Thursday night game. I'm like, mm -hmm. why does it have to be a night game? Could we do like an 11 right. a.m. Thursday? <laughs> like people would want to watch it work, right? Like just have it sitting on your computer while you're working, right? Come on. Um, people are like losing their minds that it's Minnesota and then Colorado. Like, well, I get it, but like. We always uh, knew Colorado was that weekend, that second yeah. weekend. Like that wasn't a surprise. And honestly, not much of this is that much of a surprise mm -hmm. um, because the schedule itself, the reason that um, the Big Ten had to announce it and they kind of, they shuffled some things around because there were some, there were some things that they had to adjust. One of the things that we've known is that there have been some issues with Nebraska between Purdue, Wisconsin, Nebraska, where like the who's going where and who's coming where has been mm -hmm. an issue. Um, and then the COVID year kind of threw that whole thing for a wrench as well. Right. Um, so they've been working to fix that. And then it kind of doesn't matter because once USC and UCLA join the conference, the whole um, East-West <laughs> thing goes out the window once yep. again. Um, but like, if you're a Nebraska fan wondering like why, like I've seen too many people who are like, this is a sign that the Big Ten hates Nebraska. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think of it that way. And I'm going to tell no. you why. Because what is happening here is they're saying, hey, Nebraska is going to have a brand new coach and there's going to be a lot of interest. There's always a lot anyway, but it's going to be peak interest. Depending peak on interest. So yeah. why not put it in the prime time Thursday night season kickoff? It's not week zero. It's the prime time kickoff of 
week one college football season Mm -hmm. um, instead of having it compete in a slate of other games. Because Mm -hmm. if you were to say to me, it sounds like the Big Ten hates Nebraska, I would actually argue that the Big Ten hates Minnesota because Minnesota had to play a Thursday night game last year to open its season against number four Ohio State. So um, I wouldn't have looked at that and said, oh, the Big Ten hates Ohio State. I'm now starting to think the Big Ten just doesn't like Minnesota very much and is going to keep putting them in these primetime slots or lineups and slots with uh, (laughs) – teams that are either very good or teams who are going to be like under a bright spotlight because people are going to be very excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Although I have to laugh at the people who've been making jokes that um, it's fun that PJ Fleck will be coaching against his former team, implying that PJ Fleck will be coaching at Nebraska Nebraska, next year. People are just really having, just go, just having at it. It's, uh, I actually, so I was recording another podcast last night and I don't ever, I don't really usually, I didn't do a poll because I didn't want to, I just wanted to hear what people had to say. I saw this. Uh, I was honestly a little surprised at the answers. It was kind of a smattering of, of, you know, the the same names that we've heard since Scott Frost got fired. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was, to be honest, just because of the the feel around the program, thought I'd see Mickey on there more. He was oh. mentioned a lot, but to stay on staff and not necessarily. I mean, it was, I would say probably 50% of folks answered it that way. But then it was like Lane Kiffin, no, thank you. Uh, Urban Meyer, no, thank you. Um, and then now, now people are now like fighting each other about Lane Kiffin and Urban Meyer. But um, I was just, just because at this point in the season was just interested to, to hear what people were feeling. Um, I don't really, at this point in time, I'm not going to share my opinion. Uh, I will later. <laughs> um, but I was just interested to kind of, you know, stick your finger out there, feel the, feel where the wind was blowing. And I, I thought it was a little interesting. I, uh, it's interesting that you say that. So (laughs) I'm teaching a class this fall and we're in column writing week and Mm -hmm. I'm not a good column writer. It's just not my strong suit, but I was telling them that if I was going to write a column, like, cause we were talking about how, like, it's one thing to have an opinion and to share that opinion. But if you're going to write a good column, you have to back it up. You Mm -hmm. have to have facts and quotes and other things to kind of like support the argument. It's, it's essentially, um, debate, (laughs) but, uh, in written form in a way. And I was saying, you know, if I were to write a column, one of the things that I would be probably passionate about writing is that I don't think Urban Meyer is the right choice for Nebraska's next head coach. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because whenever you bring this up, like it triggers people. Mm -hmm. Like we've talked about this on this podcast before. And it's like almost like no one listens to like, no one will have listened to the first like 30 minutes of this podcast, but they hear that moment. They're like, Oh, I'm angry. Oh, Oh, I'm angry. And so it's funny because I said that in class and these two students turned and looked at each other and I could tell what they're thinking. Like she's, she's bonkers. Uh Amazing. How dare she say this? And so I was like, look, if you disagree with me, there's your column, go write a column about how I'm wrong, but you better have some facts to support it because you will not change my mind if there are not facts to support it. And um, yeah, I think that's the thing where we're at right now is it's been, it's been such an interesting road where like, because they parted ways with Scott Frost at the time that 
they did, the mm-hmm. Huskers are kind of in a situation where you have to get through the season. And as you're getting through the season, opinions and feelings change almost every week. Like yeah. you go through one week where people are all hyped up about one thing. And then by the next week, they're all hyped up about another. And I think we've kind of hit a point where people are almost, I think, almost exhausted <laughs> yeah. by, by this whole thing. And I think that's why, you know, in the, the beginning, we kept saying, like, just settle in. This is going to be a process. Really long don't like, yeah, don't get like, don't get like caught up or married to any one yeah. person because it's, it's going to be, by the time you hear this name, it's going to be another name. I think there's a reason that like Trev Alberts has said multiple times, like until you hear me say what it is, like you're going to hear rumors and everything else. And that's where like, I've just kind of had to let it be. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's only so much there. There's only so many, what do you think about this? What do you right. think about this? And the answer is right now is like, I don't know if there is a quote unquote home run higher. Right. I'm a, a thousand percent. Agree and I don't you. mean that to be negative towards whoever right. it is. Like, it's not that it's just, I'm talking about in the perception of it. Like I yep. think the way people felt about Scott Frost, I don't think that higher exists in 2022 mm-hmm. because of just the, the nature yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, because you might have some people who feel like Urban Meyer is a home run hire, but you have a lot of people who don't. Right. You might have people who feel Mickey Joseph is, and then some people who don't. You might have people who feel that way about Matt Campbell or PJ Flood or, or Lane Kiffin or yes, or just like start Bill O'Brien, just start naming mm-hmm. people and you will find people who are like, that's the home run hire. And you'll find right. people who say that's not, that is just where it's at right now. And yep. I think it's going to be one of those things that whatever announcement is made, people will be, you know, happy or not or in Mm -hmm. between. But then by the time the schedule rolls around in 2023, the off season will have built that anticipation practice. And yes, yes. A thousand percent. I think that, and we mentioned this the last time we talked about this, but it was just like, the fact of the matter is there isn't going to ultimately be a decision announced, even if they figure it out behind closed doors until the season's over. So like, cause your your next coach you is coaching speculate. somewhere right now. Like, right. That's the thing yes. is like you want the next coach, which I, I know you could say, well, Urban Meyer is not coaching somewhere right now, which, yeah. okay. okay um, cool. It's not going to be him. No, I feel very <laughs> confident in that. I agree. Um, I, I think like whoever it is, is currently coaching somewhere. So they're not going to go make an announcement today. If like they say, if they've locked in on a person, no, it would harm two teams in the process because you'd not only harm potentially the interim coach that you have in a current situation, but you're now harming the team of whatever program that they're coming from. And it's just, I know that it didn't harm them, but even think about the getting Scott Frost here all of those rumors were circulating towards the end of that season. And he still had a bowl game to coach. And he did the thing that was like very odd to basically say, I'm going to take this job and I'm going to do it, but like, and I'm going to start recruiting for that job, but I'm also going to coach. Like he was essentially working for two entities. And it was very like, honestly, when you think back to that, very odd that both parties agreed to that setup. Um, which but is that's why like, you don't do that, you know? No, because like, I feel like you it's have detrimental a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you have people like me who are showing up to, and like right. somebody's going to be like, well, you're saying this, like have some, uh, this is self-awareness. I'm saying 
because Nebraska wasn't in a bowl game and had just hired a new coach that wasn't going to be here for like a while, um, mm -hmm. I went to the Peach Bowl and went to the media opportunities. And I remember talking to coaches that were going to come to Nebraska about what they were thinking. And it's like, they, they're probably like, I just want to be focused on mm -hmm. this game, but they get it. They've also just been hired to coach at another program. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. It, like the whole thing. So like, I, I don't think that's a going to ever be a very common thing you see have happen. Mm -hmm. So this is an example of there's no benefit to anyone involved to make that announcement, even if you know what the answer is, until the end of the season. It's, it's done, yeah. I, uh, I also, like, just given the way that Trev interacts with, you know, when he's making any kind of announcement anyway or talking to in a press conference situation or anything, really, he's very measured and intentional about everything he does, and I don't get the feeling that even if it was in his mind a slam dunk hire that anything would ever come out before that like period end of story mm -hmm. so like if you're hoping to know anytime soon before christmas good luck <laughs> it well, will not be your present <laughs> it will well you might know before be, you might Could be because you need it before you need it before That's the true. early signing period that has changed things so That's i feel true. like you'll know take that you in might, consideration well with that said depending on who it is, it may be a present or not. So the statement still stands. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just more or less like, I, I think it won't be until that, not probably even that week after it'll be after like championship game weeks, yeah. like after the like conference championship games, but right before like they'll need like that week before the early signing period begins. So yep. It'll be, you know, at this point, it's it's October, it's the end of October. I kind of just say to people, I'm like, enjoy this time frame, like right now. Right. Just like enjoy where we're at because this season, while it has felt like 17 seasons and one, in fact, um, Jolie Peel, who is one of is Hale Varsity's intern, she did a recap of the season so far. And it's on Hale Varsity's YouTube channel right now, which if you are watching this, you can go watch it right now. It's right there on YouTube. Um, but I was cracking up because she sent it along and was like, um, here's the video. Can you know you review it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this all happened this year. This all happened. This, I know. This fall. Like, how was it the end of October, but also how was it only October? You know what I mean? <laughs> like mm -hmm. this year has been a decade. Hell, this month has been a decade long. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. It's been I don't know. I'm now that the Habsy is done, it's interesting because, like, I'm not going to, like, be so regimented where, like, I have to, like, have, like, specific days I go run and stuff. But, like, one thing I do want to keep doing is, like, having built-in times because I did find that, like, my mental health was in a better state if I was just, like, if I go for an hour and even just, like, get outside and just, like, touch grass for a second. Um, felt good about that. Um, but I just... Yeah, it's like it just feels like it's going to be it's going to be a you know a busy five weeks, and that's the thing about like I think as I've gotten older with football schedules is like we wait all year for them, and then they feel like they like when you're in the heart of them that they take a long time, but then like we'll be in December at some point and be like, what just happened? Where are we? Yeah, how did we get here? Yes, exactly. 
Ugh. Ugh. I like am also slightly distracted because um, as we're recording this, uh, the company of which we work for is having a Halloween costume contest of which mm -hmm. I can't participate in or be part of because um, I have to teach a class during it. Yeah. But I'm interested to see what I everyone... am too. But this is where also, my distraction is now. I don't know if you're doing anything this weekend for Halloween with your husband, but um, I am. And I'm like super excited because I have been with Brian for 12 years, November 1st, Ooh. and we have never done a couple's costume. And this is the first year. And I'm like, so excited. I won't ask you to tell us what it is, but I am excited. Oh, I will. Cause it. I'm, oh. I'm going to share pictures. Um, yes. So for Christmas, I don't think I posted it on Twitter, but I got us a hand drawn cartoon drawing of our family, but as Bob's burgers, <laughs> we're going as, as Bob and Linda. Yes. <laughs> I got the glasses. I just bought my wig. He was like, searching for an apron everywhere yesterday he's so oh he's shaving gosh. his beard off though for a mustache which will be interesting That's, but hey very top gun of him right now <laughs> yeah. yeah we we are not doing anything um although my husband really enjoys handing out candy like he really likes doing that like That's my he likes thing. yeah he really enjoys the like festivities of like people coming to the house and handing out candy mm -hmm. and um, honestly, if we're ever rich enough in our lifetime, he will be the person that like hands out uh, full size candy bars because yep, same. we can't do that in our neighborhood because we get like hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. um, if we got just like, you know, less than that, we could probably do it now. But it'd be, <laughs> you'd be like spending a good fortune on full size candy bars if you were like yes. going to supply them for the whole because we don't just get like our neighborhood, but our neighborhood gets a lot of like um, surrounding communities because they have so many people who participate so like a lot of people mm -hmm. come because they know there's a lot of houses that participate yeah um i will say so scout is the so this is a uh choice that i have made because so last year uh the weekend of halloween was the weekend that jacks passed away he passed away mm -hmm. oh i can't talk about it november 1st um don't mind me it's going to be very interesting to get through this this year um, this week has been weird because of that. Um, mm -hmm. but that like with Halloween being like one of my favorite holidays, that was such a traumatizing. So like the day of Halloween, yeah. we were in and out of the emergency vet. Um, we ended up not taking any trick or treaters, the candy, just like I ended up giving it to my mom, I think to like hand out, like, I don't even remember mm -hmm. like what we did, but we just basically stayed in and just like tried to make him comfortable. We really didn't know that like that was our last day with him, which I'm kind of grateful yeah. for, but like, it's pretty like, honestly, very traumatizing. Like anyone who's lost animal, yeah. like anyone you care about, like dates that are associated with it are very hard. So like, I've kind of like treated this year as like, just do like I haven't actually put out Halloween decorations mostly because I've been too lazy to get them out of storage it's not a mm -hmm. it's not because I'm like against it I just like the thought of like going to the basement and getting the bin out has just been like ugh, that feels like a lot of work um but I was like you know what let's do a lot of fun things for Scout <laughs> mm -hmm. so I ordered her a um I ordered her a she's a cow she has a cow costume because she's got, got the brindled spot as an Australian cattle dog. So she's got a cow costume and it's got like udders and everything. It's so funny. Yeah. But then I also ordered her this like little hoodie that's a pumpkin. It's orange. It's got like jack-o'-lantern on the back. And then the hood is like the pumpkin top. 
it's super cute. And then I ordered her like these treats from three dog bakery that are like, they look like Oreos, but they're, um, for dogs and they're shaped like pumpkins. And so like long story short, Scout is just getting like spoiled rotten for, um, Halloween this year, because I'm like, I need it for my own self-preservation. But if nothing else, you can, you can probably guarantee that Scout will be running around our house either as a cow or as a pumpkin all weekend long. Like just I like it. Living her best. Yeah, life. tomorrow once I, when I get home from work, I'm putting I got Mario a little boxer outfit. But the arms. You say little, but he's huge and so it's <laughs> even funnier. I'll post I'll post videos. <laughs> yeah, he, he it's funny, I saw somebody else on Instagram get the same costume you did, but for their very little dog. And it's so <laughs> funny to see the difference between Mario in the boxing costume and then their dog because they're very yeah. different. <laughs> I love it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I think, I think, you know, for everyone listening to this, like if I were to offer you anything, I hope that like if, if schedules and events and things do nothing else, like, I hope that you can like stop and appreciate the moment that you're in at that time. Because like, I was thinking about this a little bit as we were looking at the 2023 schedule for Nebraska. And I was thinking about, Oh, traveling to Minnesota and, you know, Oh, we got to go back to Colorado and all these things. And I started to kind of realize that like, I was almost like passing by the fact that like we have five more weeks of this current season in front of us. And like, it's easy to start looking ahead and get excited. And like, when you have something like a half marathon or something that you're working for, mm-hmm. like I totally get looking ahead, but I just guess like, maybe I just say like, enjoy where you're at in a moment and don't like let things rush by because we will be talking about this one year from now in 2023 going like, where did the last year go? It's oh, just yeah. so easy to let time and just to always look ahead where we don't take a moment. So like, let's just take a moment to appreciate what we accomplished on Sunday and what we did with the good life havesy. And then we will figure out what's next before looking to the next step yet. I think sometimes it's good to just take a moment and just kind of like a breath before we be where your hands are. The only place you can be is where your hands are at. I like that. Be present. (laughs) My hands can go right. But they're still Um, here. (laughs) yeah they're they're here um but yeah for everyone who's like will there be an episode next week yes there will be um will it be released on wednesday or thursday or it will just be released yeah this will come out you'll be you'll be hearing it shortly like we will like have recorded this and it will be like you were brady from hail varsity listening to it live because it'll practically be live yeah exactly Amazing. The, the amazing <laughs> things the internet does. Well, yes. as always, we appreciate you being here. You can tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha 72 on Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, just take care of yourselves over the next week. Um, hopefully you, if you ran a marathon or if you didn't run a marathon, if you're just living your life, like whatever, like feel proud of where you're at right now. And um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be back next week to talk about whatever more exciting things come our way. Yes. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye. A Huda Media Production.